Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro here at the Novacare Complex. Eagles getting ready for their rookie minicamp this weekend. About two dozen players will be on the field for practice on Friday and Saturday. A walkthrough on Sunday, of course. No contact, no pads. This is an introduction for the Eagles rookie class and for a handful of players who will try out to impress the coaching staff. So obviously it's a chance for head coach Nick Sirianni to hit the field for the first time as the head man here in Philadelphia and for the Eagles to get their first look on the field at their draft class and their unsigned rookie class. So while it may not mean a lot in the big picture as far as the evaluations of the players, it does give the Eagles a taste of what these players are all about and how they retain information in the, cla- in the classroom because that's really what it's going to be all about. Feeding the players the X's and O's and then having them go out and remembering their assignments and executing those assignments and also just getting used to the pace of the NFL life here at the Novacare Complex. So we'll keep you updated on that throughout the way here on the Eagles Insider Podcast and make sure you're with us next week when we give you that report. For now... We want to catch you up on a couple of Eagles draft picks, third-round pick. Defensive tackle Milton Williams, fourth-round pick Eagles cornerback Zach McPherson. But we want to begin the podcast with an interesting acquisition the Eagles made on Friday. Now, one of the ways to build a roster is through the waiver wire. And because of the 4-11-1 record the Eagles had last year, they are right near the top of the NFL list in terms of claiming players. And so... We expect the Eagles to be active doing that as we get toward the 2021 regular season. But we also wonder how many hits they'll have. Maybe they have a hit from last week. Kerryon Johnson enters his fourth season in the NFL. A second-round draft pick in 2018 out of Auburn. Was absolutely spectacular for 10 games with the Detroit Lions in 2018. 641 rushing yards, averaged 5.3 yards per carry. He was terrific. And then he had a left knee injury. And then he came back in 2019 and after six weeks, suffered a right knee injury and missed eight weeks and came back for the final two games of that season. He played all 16 games in 2020, but by then he really didn't factor into the picture with Detroit. They had drafted DeAndre Swift in the first round last year and Johnson had just 52 carries. 181 yards in 2020. So Johnson kind of saw the writing on the wall. The Lions in free agency this year, signing Jamal Williams from Green Bay, and then in the draft, using a seventh round pick on Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State. So it was really no surprise when Johnson was waived by the Lions last Thursday. Well, on Friday, the Eagles were awarded Johnson, and now he's in Philadelphia. So we begin the podcast with an exclusive one-on-one interview. Kerryon Johnson, who came to Philadelphia on Tuesday, took his physical, met the coaches at the Novacare Complex, got a sense what the Eagles are all about. We kick off our Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group, with an interview, new Eagles running back, Kerryon Johnson. The Eagles made a very interesting move last week, claiming running back Kerryon Johnson off waivers from Detroit. He's now in Philadelphia. Hello, everyone. 
I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, joined by the newest Philadelphia Eagles running back, Carrion Johnson. Hello, Carrion. Welcome to Philadelphia. Uh, how's the vibe here at the Novacare Complex? What do you think of the coaches? What's your first impressions? Um, it's been excitement like I've never seen, just from the coaching staff as, as a whole. Uh, you can tell they enjoy coming here. You can tell they enjoy the opportunity they have. And uh, they're ready to work. They're ready to get the Eagles back to the Super Bowl. And uh, they're up. They're preaching details, they're preaching competition, and, uh, you know, it's been nice. It's been a good day. The weather was great, so I can't complain. So what has it been like for you, the range of emotions that you've had since last week? Yeah, it, um, I don't think, you know, there's, it, it, it was weird. Let me put it that way. Um, you know, it's the first time it's ever happened to me. Um, so it was just very weird. But luckily, it was only, what, a, like a 24-hour stint. You know, it wasn't a, you know, a couple months thing, a couple weeks thing like some guys go through. So I'm very blessed and thankful that it wasn't because I don't know how mentally people handle that. Um, so it, it was weird. But, um, you know, things change. Uh, everybody in the league just about ends up switching teams at some point for some reason, for any reason. So, um, you know, I just got to handle it, take it from there. And I'm excited for this fresh start and I'm ready to get to work. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly where I was going with this. Sometimes a fresh start, a new beginning is exactly what you need. Is that kind of the way you're seeing this? Oh, yes. Yeah, a new set of eyes to see me. It's a new set of eyes for me to watch other people. It's a new environment, new players, new coaches, new schemes, new fans, new teams to play. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm pumped. Um, I'm ready to give, you know, everything I have to this organization for uh, however long I'm here. And uh, that's what you can expect from me from sure. All right. So tell me, how is the health? Uh, how do you feel physically? I feel great. I felt the best I've felt in a few years, honestly. Um, and uh, I'm not lying to you. I really do feel very good. Um, this offseason has been great, much better than the last one. And um, I feel great. I'm ready to roll. I'm uh, excited. You know, it feels like a good time to be with a new, like I said, a new set of eyes, a new scheme, a new offense. And I'm ready to get going. In Detroit, that rookie year, those first 10 games, 641 yards. You're averaging more than five yards a carry. You are rolling, and then you get an injury and I wonder how it was for you mentally, kind of, I know physically it's one uh, obstacle to come back from, but also the mental part of it. What was it like for you? Yeah, it's, um, you know, it, rookie year, you know, I easily could have been at the top of, of the rookie running back class, which we had a good rookie running back class. Um, but I wasn't, you know, injury sideline that. And, uh, you know, it's always difficult to deal with something that takes you off the top of your game. But you can let it affect you and it can carry over to the next year. You can beat it, be done with it, put it behind you and grind it out. So um, that's the mentality my parents raised me with. And uh, that's what I went out there and did. I went out the next offseason. I trained, <laughs> I trained, I trained and, uh, you know, and, and just still training, still training, coming back from a second injury. And, you know, was able to finish the whole 17 or 16 game slate last year. And, uh, you know, so I, I feel like I'm on the trending upwards. Yeah, I mean, you've gone through the ups and the downs in the NFL how has that changed you? How's that made you better? Yeah, it's definitely made me mentally way more tough. Um, you know, from for the amount of injuries some people may say I have, there's always been people who've had more. I mean, you look at guys like Frank Gore, AP, guys like that that went on to become Hall of Fame type guys after major knee injuries, uh, probably worse than I've ever had or ever will have. Um, and the mental fortitude of being around guys and seeing guys like that has really made me a stronger player really made me change the way I, you know, lived my daily life and really helped me to become better. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I know I can always look at myself in the mirror and say I gave 100% in anything I've done on any team, on any week, on any day for any reason. So I can go to sleep happy with that. You, you come into a new situation here. I'm sure you've looked at the, the, the names of the running backs here. Uh, you're familiar with some of those running backs, of course. 
Um, how do you look at the situation for you as an individual? It's good. It's a good situation. You know, we've got a lot of good running backs in the room, in my opinion. Um, you know, we've got three guys that have played high caliber football over the past year or two years. Um, and then you've got some young guys coming in hungry with talent as well. So all that is is going to make me better. It's going to make them better. We all can learn from each other. We all can take something from the other's game and we all can elevate ourselves. So um, it's never a time to complain for too much talent in a room. You can never really have that, never truly have that. Um, so we're going to, you know, when the cookie crumbles, we're going to all get together. We're going to all go out there. We're going to all help each other be the best we can be. And uh, that's the plan. And there's certainly enough crumbs for everyone of oh, that yeah. cookie. 17 game schedule is a long one. It's a long one, a especially at running back. It is a yeah, long for sure. one. Hey, I wonder for Eagles fans who don't really know your style, how would you describe your running style, your abilities, what you bring to this table? Um, I guess a slasher would probably be the best, you know, um, not the biggest, not the fastest, but I'm always trying to gain positive yards, always looking to keep my shoulders forward, you know, shoulder over my, shoulders over my feet, and uh, gaining more yards, taking what the defense gives me. Um, that's always what I've always prided myself on, and that's what I plan to bring here, uh, you know, in, in terms of pass protection. Um, you, know, I, you know, I think last year speaks for itself. That's just something that I enjoy doing. Um, it's something I find, find to be fun. And then being a threat out the backfield as well, you know, the game is changing. you got to be able to do everything in this game, so I'm just trying to become as well-rounded as I can. Did I hear you right? Did you just say you enjoy pass protection? Oh, that yeah. you think pass protection is fun? I think it's a – I think it's a – honestly, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, it, I don't know why, um, and I, I never really had the chance to do it as much in the past as I did the past two years. But, um, yeah, it, it's pretty fun. Um, you know, that's something – um, where I don't have to worry about ball security. I don't have to worry about catching the ball, and I don't have to worry about gaining yards. All I have to do is worry about going out there and hitting whoever I'm blocking right in his face. And uh, So it's kind of my chance to play defense. You know, I don't have to worry about much. I just got to go out there and do it. You referenced earlier, carry on your parents and how they raised you, and I've done some research into you and the <laughs> incredibly competitive athletic environment that you were in, your parents, the yep. way they raised you, and your siblings. And I wonder how that has helped shape you in your journey to the NFL. Yeah, my, um, my my family is very competitive, and literally, you know, we try, my brother plays overseas basketball now, so, but when we can, we all try to get together, and we always have family game night, and family game night is always Monopoly, we always end with Monopoly, now, we run other games, you know, Clue and all that stuff, but we always end with, and I swear to you, there will be 2 or 3 a.m. on Christmas, and you will see the Johnson family kids downstairs still going at it trying to build hotels and, and, and take each other's property. Um, that, and that's just how we do everything in life. We always compete against each other. And, uh, it's you know, it's made us the best athletes we can be, so we've always found it to be fun. Um, I, w I wonder how many elbows are being thrown at that Monopoly oh, game. Oh, my sister's going to – one of my sisters going to throw some elbows now. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how she played when she played basketball, was physical and tough and competitive. And uh, that's how my brother taught her to be. And I'm the baby, so, you know, I got to stick up for myself. So I, I throw a few back myself, so – did your brother make it back from Romania? I read that he was stuck over there. Yes, he did. Yep. Yeah, he, he made it back last summer finally, and then he uh, had his baby. He got back just in time for his baby and then uh, ended up going back to Russia this year, and he just got back from Russia. Uh, so last month, the last week awesome. of last month. So he finally That's got – that was a tough situation, but it turned out for the better. Finally, uh, Eagles fans, of course, excited at your arrival. I wonder how they've reached out to you, what kind of reaction you've gotten from them. 
I've got a lot of uh, social media messages telling me to change my bio on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> so they're they're excited, and uh, I keep forgetting to change it because honestly, I just don't pay attention to that stuff. So they're they're you know they're kind of trying to adopt me into the ways, and um, it's been nothing but positive, um, honestly. Um, you know, leaving leaving kind of abruptly how I did in Detroit. Um, you know, it could go either way, but I've seen a, a lot of positive notes, a lot of positive uh, tweets, and Instagram notifications and stories and things like that. And um, I'm very thankful for that. You know, um, I try to carry myself the right way. And I try to play this game the right way. So it's nice to see that go noticed. Carry on. Nice to meet you virtually. Looking forward to meeting you in person and seeing you on the field. Thanks so much for taking the time with me today. Best of luck in Philadelphia. Carry on, Johnson. Thank you. Appreciate it. Download the official mobile app of the Philadelphia Eagles. Catch breaking news, see real-time stats, watch live or on-demand video clips, listen to Eagles podcasts, and so much more. Now you can stay in touch with the Eagles anytime, anywhere. More to come, of course, in free agency for the Eagles because there are still some good players on the streets and the Eagles looking to add depth to the roster. So anything could happen at any time. We know the Eagles had nine draft picks a couple of weeks ago. We're going to meet two of them here. First up, third-round draft pick Milton Williams, who has a ton of personality, made a ton of plays in his college career, and the Eagles really, really loved him. The way he played football and got to the quarterback, got into the backfield, and just at Louisiana Tech, just a terrific football player. So that's kind of the, the what they want. They want somebody who's going to be active up front, who's going to work with Fletcher Cox, with Javon Hargrave, with Hassan Ridgeway. Milton Williams fired up to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Milton Williams, third-round draft pick of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, good to see you virtually. I wonder, um, did you sleep better on Friday night or on Thursday night or on Friday night after you were picked? Uh, I think I slept a lot better last night. Uh, Thursday night, I, I, could, I really couldn't get any sleep. I was waking up. Probably every hour and a half, two hours on the dot, just <laughs> trying to look at my phone, see what see what's going on and things like that. But uh definitely got a little bit more sleep last night, but I still kinda got up early just just so excited to, uh, to finally be in the NFL and, and be an Eagle. I mean it's it's only been a few hours. Do you feel like it's reality at this point? Yeah, I, I feel like it's reality. Just like my phone has been just blowing up. I can't even there's so many messages and calls and text messages. I can't even reply to everybody right now. So I, I know it's real. I got a lot of fans on social media uh, hitting me up saying, congrats, welcome to Philly, fly, Eagle fly, things like that. So uh, I'm just excited, man. I know the Eagles are excited to have you. And, you know, I talked to defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon about you, and he listed three things that he thought were really important, and I'd like you to comment on all three of them. Number one, he said your character – is through the ceiling, um, love of the game, the way you conduct yourself on and off the field. Do you feel that you have exemplary character? Yes, uh, and I get a lot of credit to my parents. Uh, I've never really been in, in any trouble. Uh, I go to church, uh, so uh, I got Christ in my life, and I just try to treat everybody with the, with the same respect. Uh, like they say, the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated, so... Like I said, I, I never, uh, I stay out of bad situations. I don't put myself in, in, in bad spots. Uh, I'm really like a homebody. I don't, I don't go out a lot. If it's not about football or working out, 
that I'm somewhere playing video games, watching movies, things like that. Well, I want to talk about your homebody thing in just a minute because you do have three sisters. So I want to know who was running the household. I, I think I have a pretty good idea of that. Uh, number two, Jonathan said, mean and motor. You play mean and you've got a big motor. Uh, explain that. Is, it, is this a, a love of the game thing? Is this something that comes naturally to you, that, that really fiery temperament on the field? Uh, yeah, this is this is just a love for the game. I've been playing since I was in Little League, and I think that's one of my best traits is being physical and having a mean streak about me when I'm on the field. And basically, it's just like whoever is lined up in front of me is basically just showing me a sign of disrespect. They disrespect me by getting in front of me. So I, I got to prove my point to, to make them earn my respect and things like that. So just be physically, just dominate my opponent and things like that, just – we get that mutual respect for each other. So that's what I think that's one of my, uh, the best parts of my, about my game. All right. And then number three, he said your versatility, your ability to play down the line of scrimmage. Um, where does that come from? Is it something that you've learned through the years? It's not an easy thing. I'm not sure fans really understand going from inside to setting the edge on the, uh, against the run on the outside, you know, uh, rushing the passer from the three technique. I mean, it's, it is not easy to be that versatile. How has that come to you through the years? I give all the credit to, to my college coaches. I had three different coordinators. Uh, my three years at Tech with three different defenses, three-man front, four-man front. And then my defensive line coaches, uh, Coach Rick Petrie and Coach Anthony Camp. They really, uh, Coach Petrie was was my first D line coach. He really was a technical coach, and he he got me, uh, helped me get that experience of playing multiple positions with, with his time there. And then when Coach Camp came in, uh, really moved inside and, and focused a little bit more on the inside thing. But with the time spending time with both of them, just over the past four years, just getting that getting that experience at all four positions from practice scrimmages games and all that thing all things like that and then of course watching a lot of tape so you really kind of start to see see what blocks you're going to be expecting depending on like backfield sets and things like that and i just i <clears throat> i give them all the credit for for that for uh, teaching me the game and uh, getting me where i am today when milton did the game of football become really really important i'm sure when you were young it was fun and you know, everybody wants to, to whip up on the guy across the line of scrimmage. But when did it become really important to the point where you thought maybe you had a chance to play in the NFL? I will say my senior year of high school, when I, when I finally went, like I said, Coach uh, Rick Peacher was the first coach to, uh, to come talk to me about playing at, at the college level. And just I've been watching NFL a long time, just looking at some of the guys that have been in the NFL. I knew I, I had the size. I know I had to put on a little bit more weight. I knew I had the speed. So just learning the game, getting more technique sound and things like that, I always I always felt that I had a chance to, to finally make it to the NFL. And why do you think you have made it to the NFL when there have been players who more talented than you are, bigger, stronger, faster, they didn't make it, you made it. Why? Uh, my work ethic uh, and, and my character. Uh, once I set my mind on something, I'm going to get it done. Uh, I, I used my coach, my strength coach used to get mad at me a lot because uh, I used to be in the weight room at three, four in the morning. And I think one time I set up the alarm at uh, Louisiana Tech, and he was like, "Man, what's what's going on?" I said, "Man, I was just I was just bored at home and just wanted to uh, come get some work in." So my work ethic, I, uh, nothing's gonna stop me from reaching my goal. I feel like uh, I'm always I'm always when I when I got my mindset or something, I'm hell bent on, on getting it done. Before the game of football, um, what was your first job? I, I never really had a real job. The, the only job I had were uh, me and me and one of my buddies were uh, 
walk around the neighborhood with a lawnmower, cutting, cutting, cutting grass. That's really the only job okay, I had. Okay, so then your job was to be around the house, Mr. Homebody, three sisters. Um, tell me about that relationship. What did you learn from having three sisters? And, and who ruled the world in that household? I'm sure it was the three women and the mom rather than you and your pops. Okay, okay, listen to this. So my twin sister is Mia. That's my twin. And I have an older sister, Michelle. She has a daughter. So Malia is my niece. That's not my sister. She's my niece. So, but so like you said, now Malia, she's been kind of running the house since she's been born. Everybody been catering to her and those things. But um, I, I probably would say Mia. When, when we were growing up, she was she was running she was running the house. She kind of always got her way and things like that. She was a basketball athlete, so uh, a lot of weekends and uh, going across the country, going to her games and things like that. So I, I, I probably would say she she runs the house a little bit. Milton, what has the game of football taught you about life? Um, I mean, obviously, it takes a, a whole village to win a football game. So um, what lessons have you learned? Uh, it's obstacles. Obstacles are always going to be in your way, and you got to overcome them. And just being uh, being with your teammates, being with the brotherhood, uh, you go you go in there together. You you all fighting for one common goal, and you don't you basically don't want to let your brother down. You want to look to to your left and to your right and see somebody that you can count on each and every snap of, of every game that you play in, and you just go in with that mindset of, well, I got I got these guys right here, which I got over there. Like I, I ride with my guys any day. When did the technique part of it? I mean, when you're young and you're bigger and stronger than everybody else, you can manhandle somebody. At what point does the technique, the use of the hands, really come into play? And, and how do you feel you are as a technician? Oh, so first off, uh, and once I got to college, I really saw that you can't, uh, like in high school, I, I was bigger, faster, stronger, and more athletic than a lot of players. But in college, it's not like that. Everybody's got a scholarship for a reason. So that's where technique come in. And I think I learned a lot of my technique from uh, Coach Rick Petrie. Um, and, and, uh, from my time with him and then with Coach Camp, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm a pretty good technician right now. But I know going to the next level and just being in the NFL with <clears throat> guys like Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, I'm going to learn a lot from those guys and be able to, like I say uh, yesterday, widen my arsenal of uh, pass rush moves. All right, so you're going to be coming into Philadelphia at some point here. You're going to walk into the locker room. You're going to see Fletch. You're going to see BG. You're going to see Javon Hargrave. Have you imagined what it's going to be like? Are you going to feel a little butterflies? You're going to feel a little bit in awe? Uh, I will, because like I, like I said, like I said earlier, I'm a homebody, so I, I play a lot of Madden. So I've been playing with these guys for ten years and things like that. So once I finally see him, I'll be like, "That's really, it's really him." <laughs> and so I'm not to embarrass myself too much, but just try to learn as much as I can from those guys. These guys have been playing this game a long time. And, try to figure out what, what they've done to, to stay in this league so long so I can uh, follow in their footsteps. Yeah, last one for you. How, how crucial will it be to, to learn from them, to spend a lot of time with them, to follow the habits that they've defined through the years that have made them such great players for such a long period of time? I think it means everything. You know, NFL stands for a knock along, and these guys have been in the league, uh, I don't want to get it wrong, but eight-plus years, both of them have been They've been in the league a long time. They uh, got Super Bowls, so that they've been in every spot. They know everything. Like a lot of a lot of the uh, old people say, uh, "Been there, done that." They they've been there, done that. Everything that I'm going through right now, they already had it going. Uh, they already went through it, so that they know what to expect. And just just getting the experience, learning, <clears throat> just getting the experience and learning from those guys. I, 
I think it's going it's going to help me define the player that I, that I'm going to be one day. Can't wait to see you in Philadelphia, Milton. Thank you so much for your time. Welcome to Philadelphia. Congratulations. I know the sleep has been tough to come by before the draft, but now it's all about sleep, work, work out, sleep some more, and study. Get in that playbook. Yes, sir. Fly, go fly. Next up, fourth-round draft pick Zach McPherson started his career at Penn State, transferred to Texas Tech, and he blossomed. And we know cornerback is a position of need. And we'll see how Zach McPherson works out. But when we spoke on draft weekend, he was all fired up to be in Philadelphia and to see what he can do at this NFL level. Let's meet Zach McPherson. Zach McPherson, Eagles fourth round draft pick. Welcome to Philadelphia. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. I feel like I'm sitting with sports royalty. Um, Before we get into the football thing, tell me what it was like around the dinner table with, what, six brothers and the poor, poor sister of yours. I feel so bad for her. Uh, was everybody just like uh, diving in and, and survival the fittest to eat? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, at dinner every night, growing up, it was just a lot of food on it. So it was like Thanksgiving every day. So, uh, <laughs> that's how I was growing up. But poor little sis, she was a little younger. So You are a high achiever. Um, education has always been a really important part of your life. You've got a master's degree in interdisciplinary education, uh, inter- interdisciplinary studies with a focus on education and management. I mean, explain why the books were so important in your life. You know, coming up in a family um, like I have, it's just one of those things you can't take for granted is the school side of things. That's what got us to college. Um, really, I know sports is paying for the bills, but, you know, while, while it's free, uh, you might as well take advantage of everything you have and, and you know, maximize what you can get and, uh, you know, those four or five years that you have in college. And that's that's what I wanted to do as a freshman going in. Your dad played in the NFL, correct? Yes, sir. Did he ever show you film? Did he ever brag on himself? Did he ever, you got, you got a little, did he have a little man cave with, with actual proof that he was in the NFL? And He got a bunch of pictures downstairs that we were going through earlier this week, just reminiscing that I've never seen before, but I haven't seen any film. Okay. And now how old were you when you first could take him on the basketball court or in some sort of athletic competition? Uh, I'd say probably seven. <laughs> Zach, uh, let, let's talk about football and, and you know your journey here through Penn State to Texas Tech, now to the NFL. How would you describe it? Man, this is definitely a journey full of ups and downs, but I just kept with everything, you know, kept to the plan. Never gave up on myself and, and you know, it worked out well for me in the end. Was it frustrating at times? Definitely, definitely frustrating. There's times, you know, where, you know, you doubt yourself, but that's where, you know, you have to lean on your faith a little bit more and just and just keep with everything that, you you know, you have going for yourself. It really seemed like it, it really all came together for you at Texas Tech. Um, why was the fit such a good one? And, and like, is that, the, is that what we all need to learn here, is that when you really believe in your mind, you will achieve on the field? Definitely. I felt like just that whole transition down to Texas Tech, you know, from the culture shock just to the change of scenery kind of been in the middle of nowhere. It really helped me and made me reflect on myself, look in the mirror and, you know, see what I really wanted to do. And as soon as I did that, it just all snapped for me and things started falling into place. The art of the takeaway. uh, It's not as easy as fans think it is, right? I don't think there's anything more difficult in football right now than covering a receiver. The rules are clearly lined up for receivers to make plays against defensive backs. What are the keys to being a great defensive back, to being a great cornerback? 
Well, first, it's all confidence. That's where it starts in the mind. You got to go up there and know that you're the best of the best and, you know, have that chip on your shoulder. And then it all plays and, and sets out on your technique. That's really what a lot comes down to is just refining your technique every day, especially at the position, like you said, cornerback, it's not an easy position. So that's what you really got to lean on when you're going against talent that's just as good or even better. Who are great cornerbacks that you have looked up to in your life? Who are great cornerbacks at the professional level? Uh, Joe Hayden, Chris Harris, um, you name them, Tremaine Johnson. I, I looked up to those guys growing up, uh, really identified in my game with theirs. So. Okay, so let's talk about your game. For fans who don't quite know who Zach McPherson is, what kind of player are the Philadelphia Eagles getting? They're getting a savvy, athletic defensive back who's not afraid to come up and hit or make a play on the ball, and definitely who's a versatile player and can get it done at, you know, inside or outside. Has the adversity that you've gone through created a bit of a chip on your shoulder? Definitely. Just uh, adversity, you know, just it really just all comes down to what you got going on inside of your heart. But definitely adversity plays a part in it. But everybody goes through adversity. It's just all how you're going to come back from it. So pre-draft process, I know you've been asked about the Eagles and how much interest they showed in you. Do you really have any idea as a young guy waiting for somebody to call your name where you're going to go? I mean, me personally, I had no clue, um, no idea. So it was a lot of, you know, thinking, you know, trying to figure out some stuff, uh, you know, guessing. But really, at the end of the day, I had no no clue. Was it fun? It was fun. Yeah, it definitely was a fun process. I would say it was a long process. Um, but now that I look back, it was, it was definitely a fun process to go through. And now that you've been picked, you're, you're feeling much more relief. Did you sleep on Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night? I slept good. My mom was definitely cooking some good meals that helped me go to sleep at night. So. <laughs> Zach, what, are, what kind of expectations do you have for yourself in this next year? Well, I just want to come in and, you know, be an asset to this organization and be some type of, um, you know, good team player. Come in. I know you got to get it done on special teams first, and that's my first goal. And then after that, you know, see if I can make my way to the field. But the biggest goal is, you know, win games, win championships. That's what we need. You grew up in Maryland, so you're familiar with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, who was your team as a kid? Who was your NFL team as a kid? <laughs> the Ravens. The Ra Well, okay, that's good. At least it's geographical. What did your dad tell you about the NFL and the keys to success for a long and successful career? Taking care of your body, staying healthy, and that's that creates longevity in the game. As the game changed over the years from when he played, but that's his best advice to give me right now. And last question for you. Um, so how physical was it playing sports with your brothers, and how much did you get beat up as a young kid, and how much did that honestly help you in your athletic career? It was physical. They didn't take it easy on me at all. Just growing up with all the older brothers and, you know, tagging on when, when they played throw up tackle or something like that. It wasn't easy. They didn't give me no let up, but it definitely played a role in just creating toughness inside of me, mental toughness. And, you know, that translates very well with the game. So Nice. Zach McPherson, thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Philadelphia and congratulations on being a fourth round selection of the Philadelphia Eagles. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Let's get and there you go. That is what we've got today with our Eagles Insider Podcast. Reminder, tonight at 745, make sure you're with us on PhiladelphiaEagles.com, our official app, our social media channels, everywhere you can find us as we release the 2021 regular season schedule. Who will the Eagles play? How many primetime appearances will they have? When will the bye week be? You know the season's going to end with a string of games against the NFC East and then the New York Jets. But what happens before all that? Make sure you're with us at 745 tonight. Our Eagles platforms will bring you the information first. 
I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me on this Eagles Insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Trevor Hayes, and Ray Doyle for all their work. Thanks to all of you for joining us each and every week. If you have a moment to give us a little five-star review, there's a link in your details section of the podcast library. Thanks, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly. And make sure you're with us at 745 tonight. The schedule release is coming your way. Raise a glass to that comforting feeling of an Eagles touchdown with the all-new Broaden Patterson Wine Collection created in partnership with Wink, featuring a Cabernet, a Rosé, and a Chardonnay. Broaden Patterson Wines are the perfect pairing for any occasion. Now you can bring the sweet taste of victory with you to a dinner with friends or to the tailgate with your game day crew. Purchase online today at philadelphiaeagles.com wine to stock up and have Broaden Patterson delivered right to your door. A portion of proceeds from every bottle benefit Eagles Autism Foundation.